as good an environment. It was the best environment we've had in college basketball this year, by far. Good on Texas Tech, man. They came out tonight, put on a show. Chris Beard comes back to Lubbock. And his Longhorns will leave with a 13-point loss, 77-64. That's right. Texas Tech over the Texas Longhorns last night, 77-64. An incredible environment, as you just heard the TV crew uh, referencing. Joining us now is Aaron Dickens. He's the host of Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 in Lubbock, Aaron. And I just want to talk about the high praise um, that that environment got last night from a pretty credible source. Uh, Paul Weir, who was the head coach at New Mexico, he's the athletic director now at Eastern New Mexico, and he had put it on his calendar that he was going to be uh, at that game last night. He was there with his wife as fans, Aaron. And, like, he had to ask his wife. He said, you know, normally, you know, I'm... (laughs) in these kind of situations on a sideline so I don't really ever you know get this perspective but of course his wife had been to many 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 big games over the year and and she said she'd never seen anything like it Aaron a great win but just a a great night in Lubbock last night Aaron hey it's great to be with you guys uh again uh certainly enjoyed chatting with you guys a couple years ago uh yeah I mean I think that you had so many different layers uh for this game, I mean, listen, you know, last April when Chris Beard left for Texas, I mean, Texas Tech fans had that, you know, this home game circled. Even though the schedule had not been released yet, I mean, you knew right off the jump, no matter what the records were or the standings, that that game was going to be something else in Lubbock. Um, and then when the schedules come out, this is a you know, Tuesday night game, um, you, you knew it was going to be an event. And then you added the fact that Texas Tech is, is a lot better uh, than people expected going into the season, uh, that these two teams were ranked, that uh, this was, you know, when you boil it all down, this was a gigantic game in the Big 12 standings as you kind of reached the midpoint of the conference season. Both teams entered 5-3, and three, still kind of in the hunt uh, uh, for the Big 12 championship. And you, you put all that together on top of the Chris Beard stuff, and you've got an atmosphere that I think is going to be very hard to top in terms of just the emotion. I mean, the, the emotions for Chris Beer, the emotion for Texas Tech fans, for some of those players that, you know, had been recruited and, and played under Beard, uh, some of the former players that were there, the administration, the broadcasters, everybody. Um, it added a really kind of unique element to that thing that I, I just, it's hard to get all of those components together uh, in, in a building, and last night it was kind of a perfect storm. No, it really was, and you know, obviously we're used to some legendary games in the pit and some le- legendary uh, crowd uh, involvement. Um, but um, even Coach Weir saying. Basically, nobody sat down for the entire game. You know, they would sit maybe for a little while during timeouts, but by the time uh, the ball was in action again, uh, they were on their feet. It just, uh, it's, it's, it's something special they've got brewing there uh, in Lubbock. And, you know, I want to ask you about the lead dog there in Texas Tech, the head coach, Mark Adams. Um, you know, when Chris Beard left, obviously uh, that was a high-profile job that probably was going to get a lot of attention from some big name guys um were the people in lubbock fine with the fact that that they went uh with um mark adams i know his history i mean he's a local guy he grew up in brownfield which is only 39 miles away he paid his dues uh in a variety of 
places, including an incredible career uh, that he had at Howard, uh, the junior college there. But, I mean, he came back to Texas Tech as the director of basketball ops guy for Tubby Smith. Uh, so uh, did the, were the fans hyped about him getting the job, or did they want to look for bigger names than him? I mean, I, I, I'm sure that, that you probably know better than most. You know, hosting a sports talk radio show, uh, and certainly this is our experience as well, Lubbock, and I'm sure it's the same in cities and towns around the country. You're, you're never going to have universal agreement on on anything when it comes to sports. Good point. I mean, Jesus Christ himself could ascend from the heavens and become the new head coach of, of the New Orleans Saints or the Houston Texans, and there would still be people on the text line or on the, the chat board or phone calls going, yeah, I mean, it looks great, but does he have enough coordinator experience, right? So right. I think that uh, that Adams was, that, that was a popular hire. It wasn't universally praised within the fan base, but I think overall, um, you know, the approval rating was pretty high. There was a, uh, a healthy amount of respect for him built up over the course of his time, uh, you know, working under Chris Beard, coordinating that defense. People knew and respected his basketball mind. And I think for the most part, the people that did have questions about whether this would work or not, it was really just about, hey, can he recruit? Can he bring in enough talent you know, to this roster to kind of keep this program you know, where it was and maybe even elevate it further? Because under Chris Beard, Adams didn't have to recruit. I mean, he, that just was not something that he was kind of assigned to do. He was purely the X's and O's guys. He was the, the defensive coordinator, so to speak, um, and so it was kind of this, this skill or ability that he had not been asked to exercise at Texas Tech in that role. And, you know, lo and behold, he can recruit. He can work the transfer portal, as we saw last night with, with Davion Warren and Bryson Williams and Adonis Arms uh, and, and Kevin O'Banner. I mean, all those transfers he brought in through the portal all had big games, uh, you know, in one way or another uh, last night at the United Markets Arena. And so... Uh, I think that was the big question, and I think so far, granted, it's just been you know two thirds of a season, but so far, I think that answer's been or that question's been answered. Aaron Dickens with us on ESPN Radio one hundred one seven, the team host of Tech Talk on Double T ninety seven three in Lubbock. And first off, Aaron, I would just like to thank you for filling an empty spot on our button bar going forward with a great answer there about Mark Adams. But a couple things from last night, I wanted to uh, get a little bit more insight on. These reports of, of an altercation between Adams and, and Chris Beard, I mean, certainly they've known each other a long time. They've coached together a long time. What exactly do we know about what happened there, and, and was it completely overblown? Yeah, it was, it was overblown. Uh, and I think that, again, I think you'll appreciate this uh, you know, more than maybe most. Uh, but, you know, as with a lot of things that, that we end up talking about on Sports Talk Radio, the the origin of the end, I mean, to be fair, the, the Jimbo Fisher store, for folks that follow recruiting, Jimbo Fisher giving kind of an impassioned defense of his program, shooting down reports of the $30 million NIL slush fund, and, and the the genesis of that kind of rumor was on a message board. And much like that, the, the confrontation stuff originated on a message board, redraidersports.com, as a matter of fact, um, where somebody posted, hey, I heard from somebody that knows somebody, there was a bit of a confrontation, um, you know, inside the arena between Chris Beard and, and Mark Adams, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, as a lot of those things, there's a, there's a kernel of truth there. But I think 
phrasing it as a confrontation as a local TV reporter ended up doing in a tweet um, that, that gave a lot of credibility to this yesterday afternoon. I think confrontation way too strong of a word. I think it was a conversation. Um, you know, they definitely they spoke. You could maybe say there was an edge to that conversation, but confrontation, um, you know, implies, you know, red face, spittle, right. raised voices, all that stuff, and I just don't think that's what happened at all. Well, one thing we don't have to decipher is the video that went viral yesterday of Chris Beard's welcome to Lubbock on the on the team bus. It, it's, it's so interesting because of how successful te- uh, Texas Tech still is. Is it just a matter of that's the one place that you can't go and it's just about that and nothing else? Because Texas Tech is, is still doing just fine this year. Yeah, it's it's about where he went and how he went. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, Texas Tech fans are, you know, like a lot of fan bases have their flaws, but self awareness, a, a lack of self awareness, is not one of those. I think that the Tech fans kind of know their history, football, basketball, baseball, whatever, and and don't you know pretend to be something that they're not, and so. I don't think that any Tech fans or many Tech fans were under any illusion that he would be there forever. Um, and any time an NBA job opened up or, you know, a legitimate blue blood job opened up, whether it was Duke or, or North Carolina or UCLA or, you know, Indiana, whatever, I think folks kind of perked up their radar and, and um, you know, thought, okay, this might be it. And, and Roy Williams spent time in Lubbock. A few years ago, and I think that was a job that people really eyed as going, okay, if, if anybody's going to take Chris Beard away, it's going to be North Carolina. Um, and so for someone that for four seasons, three seasons, preached street dog mentality, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a street dog, not a pet store dog, um, you know, mental toughness, blue collar. He, he preached all these things to a, a West Texas crowd that ate it up because that is you know, in many ways, the identity of, of Texas Tech fans of West Texas, for him to to preach all of those things and then string Texas Tech along, um, you know, last April and um, dragging that process on until his buyout dropped by a million dollars to save, you know, Texas, an institution that has more money than God, a uh, million dollars, I think that rubbed folks the wrong way because in many ways, and I'm sure folks... Um, you know, they're in Albuquerque, you know this too. I mean, Texas is the, the epitome of, of country club culture of, of, of pet store dogs versus street dogs. I mean, no one's going to mistake the University of Texas, whether it's their athletic programs or the university or, or Austin or anything that's blue collar, anything, right? That, that is, that is not what their identity is. Um, and so, you know, that, that was it. I mean, if, if, if Chris Beard had left North Carolina or UCLA or Duke or Kentucky, I mean, you know, insert that level of job here, the, the reception uh, last night w- would not have been the same. In fact, there might have even been like a tribute video kind of thing going <laughs> yeah, on, right? So, yeah, that's a good way to put it, yeah. And, and, and you, you add on to that, plus, you know, the, the cherry on top of that, like, Poison Sunday is what happened in July, right, with Texas and Oklahoma kind of torpedoing the Big 12 or doing their best to do that and right. the SEC. Um, there's just, you know, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, and uh, you saw the result of that 
um, you know, in the arena last night. And let's not forget, Chris Beard uh, had a little bit of a, a brush-up, kind of not nearly to this degree, uh, when he took the job at UNLV to replace Marvin Menzies, or right before, actually, he was uh, he was there uh, at UNLV for a short period of time, and then when the Texas Tech job opened up, he, he jumped ship right away. But, you know, I mean, two different things, uh, apples and oranges, but that was another part of the Chris Beard story, is taking the job at UNLV, bailing on that to go to Texas Tech, which made a lot of sense, but um, it's just interesting footnote to this whole story with him leaving Tech for uh, Texas. All right. Hey, uh, can't thank you enough. Really appreciate you joining us, Aaron, uh, and um, good luck to your Red Raiders, and uh, we'll hopefully get in touch with you down the road around NCAA tournament time and check in with you. Appreciate you joining us here on Team Talk and ESPN Radio 117, the team in Albuquerque, Aaron. Absolutely. Anytime. Love to chat with you guys.